0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the America's Thank you for listening. This is the Classic Auto Mall Podcast. Broadcast from the studios inside the Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Yes, the Classic Auto Mall is a real mall. Just one hour west of Philadelphia at Pennsylvania Turnpike Exit 298. Featuring nearly 1,000 classic, vintage, and barn find vehicles for sale under one climate-controlled roof. Now, here's your host, Classic Auto Mall President and the man with all the toys, Stuart
1: Howden. here we are thanks to the pat travers man leading us into this show that we do every week and we don't have a guest today again but it'll be just me and you all right just doing our thing talking cars talking cars speaking of that i'm getting a phone call from my buddy in the car business who runs gaa (laughs) auction you want to get that (laughs) yeah greensboro auto auction down in greensboro north carolina and they start they have a separate building from their regular dealer auction Mm -hmm. and they called it the Palace, and they were doing high-end Lexus and Mercedes and stuff, and they decided to do a classic sale. This was probably, I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago, and they have really grown it into an amazing event. Three times a year, they do about 750 cars, a huge building, all the amenities, skyboxes, food. They just did it right. They just said, okay, if we're going to do this, let's do it right. Let's don't just put it in a warehouse and put a little stage mm-hmm. up and, you know, say all of a sudden we're in the auction business, everything that they do, they, they were, it was purposely thought out. So they do a wonderful job and it's coming up next week and I'm going to go. So excellent. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually going down to, um, meet with the folks at uh, speed digital, uh, next week as well in Charlotte, uh, to talk about our updated for our website and all mm-hmm. that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And they handle all of our website and backend software. And I tell you, if if you're a classic car dealer and you're not using Speed Digital, you're making a huge mistake because it is so user-friendly and so easy, and mm-hmm. it just makes life... And I hate to give my competition any advantage, right. but what the hell. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> to, um, well, remember, to, in selling classic cars, you've got the only one. That's true. Uh, you know, <laughs> exactly. the only one with that miles and yeah. that color and that, yeah. that blemishes or, there, or perfection, there, whatever it might be.
1: There's not 20 Camrys out there that are exactly the same, there's, or there's not 20 Mustangs that are exactly the same.
2: So. My wife works with a woman that has like a 20-year-old Corolla, and if she just had it detailed, it would look like brand new.
1: <laughs> but people don't. I see cars that look like they haven't been washed in 20 years. No, for It's sure. just for amazing. Sure. Uh, you know,
2: Speed Digital does
3: just do car businesses, or are they just... No, just, just classic
1: car uh, websites wow. and back-end software, and then auctions as well, too. So when, when we do our auction, uh, they get yes. our back-end software for that. And the nice thing about their software is amazing, because you can search... By just about any parameter you want to search from. You can search by a VIN number. You can search by a stock number, Mm -hmm. year, make, model, color, owner's name. I mean, there's just so many different ways. And it basically, you know how a lot of times when you can search in a, in a website or on a, you know, software, it's very limited on what you can search for. So we've got to be very specific and, and all of that. And like our website, I mean, it's, it's difficult. If you type in Chevy, you're more than likely not going to get the Chevrolets up. And we've talked about this in the past or you put, Put in Mopar, mm-hmm. you know, it may not know to recognize that it's a, you know, a Dodger, a Plymouth, or a Chrysler from that era. So, uh, you have to be a little bit more specific when it comes to the website, but they're working on that. And I think with this AI stuff, you can probably oh, yeah. be easy to do all that. So I somebody think, said, uh,
3: uh, one of my family members suggested, why don't you just use AI to write the descriptions? <laughs> and I'm like, you, yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. You, I mean, that's too you, specific.
1: You, Paragraph one right. In, in our descriptions is the historical factor about that particular make and model right. or that era mm-hmm. or whatever that is. So, yes, you could do it with that. And apparently it does an amazing job.
3: Right. Uh, I don't even know where to find it, frankly. <laughs> I'm just not even...
1: I'd rather just... Write. Hello. Can I speak to Mr. Google? <laughs> Mr. AI? Mr. A? Mr. I? <laughs> I would like to know how to do this. I think that... um I don't know how it works either. To be, honest. I don't know where to, I got it. My Googled. wife uses it, but I don't know where to find it. Now, what does she use it for? Um, I forget. <laughs> Can you Google it? I forget. She's
3: used Abby. It. Someone. Yes, she's used it, and uh, she knows where to find it. Right. So, well, but I, but I, uh, I think that's half the battle. I. can't. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm I'm old school. I'm ready. Right. I'm rather just write it from scratch.
1: <laughs> well, so right far here, so, it's all yeah, right here. So you know, hey, listen, you uh <laughs> you've stepped in, and uh, for those of you, I you don't in know, it. he stepped did, in it, man. I'll tell you, <laughs> he what. stepped in it. What is this? Thir- three week three? You've been doing it week three and
3: sixty-seven yeah. cars or yeah, something like that. Yeah, so pumping pop- them out, man.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and you'll figure out the shortcuts and you'll figure out sure. the things that you can do. That oh, it's you getting quicker
3: have. all the time. Plus, when you get a snowstorm like we did, it's slow. It's I can catch up a little bit. But,
1: yeah, yeah. But As
3: they say, there's no catching up. We we get cars in every day. We
1: do. I mean, we're probably at the best position days out than we've ever been on descriptions and on photos we took cars in yesterday and they were, the photos were already up. It's yesterday. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's, it's really nice. We haven't had that luxury and we've done a couple of things to make it more efficient mm-hmm. because we really have an assembly line here. Yeah. We talk about that, but that's what it is. And it has the processes mm-hmm. and each person has their thing to do. And it just works out really, really well that right. way. And, uh, and Steve, you know, there was a high bar set by Peter. I mean, he did an amazing job and you know, it, it, you have to have the same type of sensibility that he had mm-hmm. in order to continue on and to make it seem seamless. Because not everybody writes alike. And not that you and he write alike, but you have kind of the same pop culture references, right. kind of similar in age. I mean, you know, a lot of things that sure. that make it so it, it seems a little more seamless. It's, I, it's
3: I think all- I read so many of his Descriptions right. that it kind of got embedded in, sure. So the style just repeats, yeah. and it's um. Yeah.
1: And I love the, you know, I I like the fact that we have a little humor in there. I mean, my right. goodness, little, this is little fun. Bit. It doesn't have to be a lot, right? Exactly. You know, it's like the guy who tells a joke every everything out of his mouth is a joke, and and after a while, it's like okay, that gets a little tiresome. But but you know, the guy who can intersperse right a little bit of humor here. There's and
3: there. one graphic on one of the one of the. Tea buckets we just got right. in, and I said the, the graphic looks like your EKG will look after you press on the gas. It was 454. <laughs> That's so Little things, little things like that, without yeah. distracting from the yeah. car too much. But well, I, but I'm not fishing for compliments every week, <laughs> even though I, even it'll be
1: them. nice to get them. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's interesting. We get people who will literally send us an email and say, "Hey, what a great job!" You know, on the riding. especially if it's oh, can you forward that to yeah. me? <laughs> I will, because I need to keep your ego. I won't hear it from them. A... No, no, no. You don't hear it from the peanut gallery. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're just yeah, no, well, you know that's next, it. next. Next, come on, we right. got to get this going. Right, it's right. An assembly line. This that's, is with no time to exa- stop. Exactly, and, and you you can't have a bad day when it comes to that right. because you just got to keep motoring through it. And, uh, and it's like
3: a real assembly. Like like the guy at Ford probably does, who puts in the dashboards, mm-hmm. probably doesn't get pat on the back every. Hey, great
1: job with <laughs> that dashboard. Yeah, it's like the only time he gets talked to is when the dashboard is wrong, <laughs> or it's fallen out, right. or, or or he needs a, a union meeting. Or yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's uh. We'll Excuse me. I'm, I've got to be careful with this. Yeah, right. I keep that's forgetting right. that I have a right microphone right <laughs> here. But I sure like it better than the other it's microphone. Awesome. It's it's much better. And uh, it, I can hear myself and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. So anyway, um, new cars. How many th- cars do you think we have
2: in an inventory? And, and this is show Whoa, 128. Oh, yeah.
1: uh, Recording it on Valentine's Day, oh, 2024. We right? love you, Stuart. <laughs> and you too, Steve. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you too, JR. Well, we, uh, Let's remember our spouses. Yeah. yeah on this day. Well, uh, my wife and I have decided that Valentine's is, just doesn't affect us and we don't give gifts on Valentine's uh, Day. I I, agree, I I agree with you. <laughs> it doesn't sound like <laughs> it's a it's a mutual agreement well, my daughter, in the uh My daughter reminded me this
2: morning she goes, "You better get Mom something." I'm like, "Why? Why?" We, we and we usually don't and and my wife's uh has kind of fallen in love with a uh, a watch that's tied to her phone right. and hers Took a dump. So I said, I, I got her another one. It's just like it. It's, but it's refurbished. So it's right. not real expensive. But right. I said, uh, uh, Valentine's Day is coming. I'll give you that. So today I get up and we don't even exchange cards. She's got a card there for me and, and, uh, two certificates to top golf. Oh, nice. Which we, is I, very close to us. And it's like an indoor golf thing for those who don't know. Yeah. And it's, it, and they serve food and the whole deal. And it's, she yeah. says, you, you did so well helping us move and setting the house up right. that you just, you know, go have a day.
1: I'm like, right. okay. Yeah, well, I got, uh, we got the gift of, of Top Golf. We haven't used it yet because it's down towards King of Prussia it and it's a little far for us. So, but we need to use it because one of our employees. Well, when you come
2: herself. down, let me know. I'm, yeah. I'm literally <laughs> five minutes away. Wow. Cool.
1: So, uh, anyway, new car, inventory, inventory total, numbers. I don't know, thousand fifty three. Okay. Wow. Right. Wow. So we're, right right, in line with we're staying week. in line with what we're doing. Our, yeah. our consignments have slowed down a little bit. We had some weather mm-hmm. uh this week. We had some rain last week, and that tends to slow down the consignment. It doesn't slow the sales down. Right. Uh but it slows the consignments down. And uh and sometimes that's not a bad thing. Right. Sometimes we need a little bit of a breather sure. just to get a little bit catch our breath and get caught up, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. We put new flooring down in the photo booth yes. and repainted the I photo saw it. booth. Yep. And looks great. We have to do a lot less editing. And mm-hmm. when we edit pictures. Understand that we don't edit the car. Mm-hmm. We don't edit the pictures of it. What we edit is the floor when it's got stains on sure. it and things like that, because yeah. it looks you know, better.
2: Yeah. And in fact, I was adjusting color on some things and suggesting, and you were very adamant about not changing it because we want it to look exactly like that as close as a photo will represent
1: the vehicle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's, you know, we're selling to a lot of people that are long distance. Yeah. And they can't come here and see the car, mm-hmm. and they're relying on us to to be as you know brutally honest and 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 as forthright about it as we can. And if we doctor up a picture of a car and hide things sure. on it, then he's going to get it, and he's going to know that we did that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of cars and distance, where did we sell cars this past week? Great question. How about this? I'm sure I'm going to get wrong. Cresona, Pennsylvania, Z R E S S O N A, Allentown, Pennsylvania, Northfield, New York, Sewell, New Jersey, York, Nebraska. Stafford, Virginia, Bushkill, Pennsylvania, Reinholds, Pennsylvania, Lebanon, Pennsylvania, or Lebanon, mm-hmm. uh, Hyattville, Maryland, Danbury, Connecticut, Noakesville, mm. N-O-K-E-S-V-I-L-L-E, Virginia, Burnsville, Minnesota, Newport, Rhode Island, Bozier City, Louisiana, wow. and Phila, by God, Delphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: And for those of you in Maryland, it's Hyattsville,
1: Hyattsville,
3: Hyattsville. yeah. Gotta get that. Ten states, there. ten this states, week. Yeah,
1: beautiful, not too shabby. So, um a little lighter on sales, but again, we've had a little bit of a slower week, and that's okay.
3: We're, it's okay. We get know, a break because sometimes little, we had ten cars in the in in, in line the queue. Yeah. in the queue, and mm. you know, twenty cars in process. So it's uh, it's okay.
1: Yeah, when we um, it's interesting because we don't. We used to make people set appointments when they brought their car, and now you can bring your car whenever you want. Mm-hmm. We ask that you. Pre-fill out the paperwork. At least call us and have us email or fax or however you can get your paperwork. We can get your paperwork to you. Pre-fill it out because what you don't want to have to do is get here and spend an hour filling out the paper. Not that it always takes that long, but spend a a large amount of time um, filling out paperwork when we could spend that time looking over the car and really getting a feel for the car and Mm -hmm. having you tell us stuff that, Maybe you didn't write down in the description, or maybe that you didn't think about at the time. Right. But when we're sitting there at the table filling out the paperwork, it's pressure and time, sure. and oh, you're in a hurry, and you don't want to, you know, you don't have to want to go through all this, and blah blah blah. So, um, so so bring your car in at any time. All we ask is that you at least give us the paperwork ahead of time, so we can be ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when you show up uh, here during our normal business hours, which is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, nine to five, Wednesday nine to eight. Saturday nine to noon. Sundays, we gone (laughs) closed. We We are are closed.
2: Now, what if I'm in California? Yes, and I. Want to send the car, but I, I'm going to send it on a truck and sure. I, how do you handle it? Is it like with, uh, they get it notarized?
1: Yeah. Or? What they do, we still do the paperwork the same way. Uh, it's no different than that. And then they just have the shipper will contact us and say, Hey, we're going to bring the car here and we'll be here tomorrow at 4 PM and we take it in and verify all the numbers and go on and so on and so forth. So anyway, when we return, we'll talk about some of the new inventory in. Possession here at Classic Auto Mall. And don't forget our website, classicautomall.com. And if you have a question for the show, podcast at classicautomall.com. We'll see you in a minute.
4: It's a museum, it's a showroom, it's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free, just remember to bring comfortable shoes.
0: When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144 page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
4: Questions or comments? Contact us at podcast at podcastclassicautomall.com.
1: Some great new inventory we got in. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, I'm always, I, I just keep getting more and more surprised. And it's not all about, understand, when I tell you about new inventory on the show, it's not all about the high dollar stuff. It's, um, affordable stuff as well, too. We just pick what we like and what's cool and, and one of them when we got in, which I have a real fondness for these cars, is the 2006 Jaguar XKA Coupe, Coupe, platinum, silver, metallic over black, 67,000 actual miles. So it's not low mileage, but it's not crazy high either. It's still got a lot of life left in it. Um, 4.2 liter V8, lots of recent service records and all the stuff that you want when you buy, especially when you buy, uh, a, a, a foreign car, uh, either a British car or a German car. Uh, BMW, Mercedes, Porsche, Jaguar, all those, and and the reason being is they're they're more expensive to fix, generally speaking, than a domestic car, than a General Motors or a Ford or a Chrysler. I know the line is blurred mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. quite a bit, but but still, a Mercedes is generally more expensive to work on than a Ford, um, a Jaguar more expensive to work on in general. A, that's right, Than, exactly. in general, than a Chrysler, right. um, the parts are. Don't have to be sent across the pond. There's, they're more readily available. There's more of them sold. So at the scale of size mm-hmm. and all that. So, but to find one that's got all the right service records and been well maintained and all that then hey jump in mm-hmm. but but don't go to an auction and start raising your hand for a five thousand dollar jaguar because <laughs> you're going to get a five thousand dollar jaguar uh-huh. and the next check that you write mm-hmm. will be significantly more than the five thousand you wrote to buy the car yeah and that's to fix the exhaust or to do this or do the tranny <laughs> or whatever there's it no is. such so, thing
3: as a cheap luxury car there really no, isn't they're
1: not like cheap if they're cheap then that's a problem right you know now if you find a 2005 mercedes-benz scl sedan mm-hmm. and it's got 25,000 original miles and it's got service records and the guy's owned it since new and it's got a clean Carfax and all that good stuff then yeah it's mm-hmm. a great car but you're going to pay for that mhm it's not going to be cheap right uh and 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 just understand that do you want to pay it now or do you want to pay it over the next year exactly and have the car in the shop and all the other things mm-hmm. so uh it's important to to know that but this Jag XK coupe what a great body style what a cool looking car um, a lot of bang for the buck, if mm-hmm. you will. Great car. Also uh, in inventory, the 2004 Dodge Ram 1500 4x4 SLT Rumblebee. Yes. Solar yellow over dark slate gray. They sure are. I think Peter wrote this. He called it retina searing solar yellow paint. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> He's right. He's right. Uh, so this one's got uh, 51,000 actual miles. They only build them for two years. Uh, five speed automatic. Um, and this was a really kind of a specialty item. I don't know how many of them they made, but they didn't make a whole lot of them. Mm -hmm. And they were pretty expensive. And they Mm -hmm. had a 5.7 liter Hemi in them. So they're no slouch. I mean, that's a lot of power for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, and that was the most powerful Hemi that they had at the time, the 5.7 liter V8 in 2004. Because when did they, when did the Hemi come back? What was that, 2001? Was the Charger came back? Golly. That's... I'll
3: have to do some. Re- I'll, I'll,
1: I'll, ch- I'll ask AI and then get back to you. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, well, I think you're re- writing all these things. You would yeah, know I sh- all this I should stuff. know. That. <laughs> the more I know, the less I can be sure of. You know, it's like anything. Sometimes you've got to be careful of the question that you ask. <laughs> you better make sure that you know that the person knows the answer. I
3: don't know when the Hemis came
1: back. But, but they were right early, around there. Early 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s yeah. uh, they came back. And, of course, that was a big deal when mm-hmm. they came back. I mean. You know, uh, the power in, in a Mopar, Dodge, Chrysler, Plymouth product prior to that was not that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Hemi came back and boy, it just, it lit up the, their, their sales. I would, I gotta imagine that their sales changed
3: dramatically. Oh, sure. they now they've sold millions of mm-hmm. Hemi since yeah. then, you know.
1: Well, and if you look at some of the cars that they've built since mm-hmm. that have, that are, that are based on that architecture of that block, but are now putting out 900, 1,000, 1,100 sure. horsepower. Yep. Out of these things. And you think, well, that's a lot. But like we were talking last week, Ford was getting that out of a four cylinder in the, uh, Emsa days yeah, back exactly. in, back in the 90s. Right, right. So yeah, it's, it's all relative. I mean, it depends on how much money you want to spend. Exactly. You can do anything you want, right? Mm-hmm. You can make a four cylinder as powerful as any that's V8 right. or V12 or any of that and vice versa. So anyway, check out the Dodge Ram. All these are available on our website under inventory and you can search by year or make or model. Um and go on there and and browse away. I mean, yeah,
3: it's fun. It's it, a fun website. <laughs> it
1: is, and there's some, and we're going to update it as well too. That's one of the reasons right. we're going down to Charlotte next week. I was there. in the back and I saw a uh
2: Triumph GT6. Mm-hmm. In yeah, it, yeah, plus it's if you wanted something that's kind of James Bond looking, that's it's got it. that's good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the tr
1: shape. Right. It's it's
2: very cool. It's
1: recognizable, but not. But you can't pick it. You can't say what it is if, if you covered the badges most people wouldn't know exactly what it was yeah Even car guys would i
2: i know didn't that. i had to walk up oh triumph i didn't, and, I didn't realize uh,
1: uh, you know another one similar to that is the Saab sonnet sure. which we haven't had one of i don't think we've had
2: we haven't had. i don't one think of we those. have no, no
1: we, we haven't I have a friend
3: one. who's a big fanatic and yeah. has one And
1: yeah they're uh they're interesting cars really interesting i've, I've never driven one oh it's uh, quick it's quick yeah. i get a little video
3: if you go to my website there's a there's a video on oh uh, now the,
1: we're promoting your website
3: <laughs> the test drive of the son they're quick because they're they're small and they're low to the ground, they're not they're, they feel faster than they right. actually are. Well,
1: as we talked about, little Ford engine, week. yeah, little Ford V four, V four, yeah. And as we talked about last week, it doesn't the car doesn't have to have a big V eight in right. order to be fun to drive. That's right. I can find the apex of the corner in my minivan. <laughs> I don't have a minivan, but if I had them, not minivan, anymore. Yeah, I did have one. I drove one for years. What did, uh, I, what did I
3: write up this week? That was a, it's a small. Uh, well, anyway, I'll, I'll think of it. But it was it's now, one of these smaller cars that feels faster.
1: Kathy's SUV is fast, and we were dinking around coming back from West <laughs> Virginia, and uh on the screens of all the different things you can pull up, and it actually has a thing we pull up with what the actual horsepower is at the moment you're driving cool. it and
3: the torque. Right, right.
1: So I jammed it, yeah. and it went to 498. Wow, wow. This SUV, and that's a heavy sucker, but man, it. I tell you there is way more power than I've ever really realized in that thing. Right. It's it will go go go. So and if I may quote mm-hmm.
2: holly.com. Yes. Chrysler may not have realized the impact of the performance industry that occurred when the first Gen 3 Hemi rolled off the production line in 2003.
1: Oh, yeah. we were so we were so 03. so 03 so this 04 RAM I mean would have been, you know, right at the beginning mm-hmm. of that and of course they they started out with a 5.7 liter right. which is basically a 350. Yep. Or, I mean, maybe 5.7. Yeah, 5.7 is 350. 5.0 is a, like a 302. Yes. Yeah. So somewhere in that 5.7, usually they round up or down. Then what did they so go? Went
3: to a 6.2? 6. 6.2 that-
1: or 6.0. Mm hmm. My uh, pickup truck has a 6.2 GMC, or I don't know. Oh, yeah, General there's Motors. a 6.2 LS. Yeah, that and thing will go. I,
2: I was a used car manager for a big Philadelphia Dodge dealer for a couple of years, and I used to take a lot of the trucks I'd buy and sell at the auction at, at Bordentown. Right. And... Those became my office. I was never a truck guy, and right. I went. You know, if money's no option and and or, or no uh, no problem and a place to put it, I think I would like a, a Ram truck. Yeah. I really
1: did like the way they drove. Well, I love my GMC. It's just it's kind of a pain when you go to park it, you know, a store or the mall, <laughs> or the you can't park at the airport. Right, that's for certain. Uh-huh. You'll you know, ask ask uh, Ed about that. Caught the top of our excursion going oh, into downtown oops. Philly right. in one of those parking mm-hmm. garages, and it was like. So close. And of course the guy said, well, just deflate to all your tires. And he's <laughs> like, okay, but where do I refill them? Yeah, right here? exactly. That's the problem. There's no gas stations mm-hmm. down there. So where do you refill them? Anyway, uh, back to new inventory. Yes, sir. 69 Chevrolet Camaro Coupe. Ah, marina blue over white. Mm-hmm. Fully restored. Date correct. 427 cubic inch V8. Not the factory. Uh, it didn't come with a 427. We're not claiming it did. We're right? Just, it, it's, it's it's date correct, meaning that it was built in that era when a '69 engine would have been built, which usually would have been somewhere between October and and September of the of the or October of the previous year mm-hmm. and September of that year. So '68 October of '68 to September of '69, um, it would have fallen into that date. A TKX five speed manual. Uh, 12, excuse me, 12-bolt, 373, true track, posi rear end, striking color combo. That marina blue is really beautiful. a beautiful color. It really is. I mean, it's a show-and-go, right? Mm-hmm. And I, that sounds cliche. I say it all the
3: time. I, love I try it. not to show use it too often in the descriptions, but show-and-go is show a great way to this. Yeah. yeah.
1: A great description. Well, and and you got to get past what I I used to do a lot. I would always say runs and drives great. <laughs> it's like, can right. you be a little less specific? I've now
3: thought of sixty-seven different ways to say, run you and drive say runs great. and drives great. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, it's 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 interesting because we try to be as brutally honest about cars without making them. I could scare you away from just about any car. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I showed you every little teeny rock chip in a big magnified picture, right. it would look like the car was destroyed. Right. And it's not. You can, a lot of it, you can't see with the naked, you can't mm-hmm. see if you're standing five feet away. That's right. Uh, and, and we call them a 10-footer, and that's kind of a parlance that says, you know, the car's not nice when you get up close to it. But... But most cars, you know, when you get up close, you're going to find imperfections in sure. the paint. You're going to find maybe a little bit of rust bubbling somewhere here mm-hmm. and there. It's just inevitable. There are cars that have been outside. they're steel. Mm-hmm. Um, that Things happen.
3: What's amazing to me is how many cars are nines on the outside mm-hmm. and interior, and then we put them up on the lift and we take yeah. pictures, you know, yeah. and then surface rust just happens. I, right. I've written that. It's like it, you can keep a car in a garage and it'll get surface rust over time. Right. And It's not a bad thing it's not structural but, right but it
1: but it, it looks bad it looks bad yeah well, how many times have you driven down the highway and there's been a nine car transporter beside you and you look up mm-hmm. underneath a, a brand new car right. and it's got rust exactly it. Yeah. you know i mean it it's just inevitable that's going to happen and and what we talk about when we talk about rust and rust being bad in a car it's rust through mm-hmm. it's a rusted hole that went through it's something that's uh 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 Done something to the integrity of the car because right. because the frame is there to hold the car together. Right. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's kind of important. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, kind it Weakens important. the support. Yeah, so, yeah.
3: and I mean, very few cars have actually what we call invasive rust right. in the frame. But there's some thinner pieces of metal that might have rust yeah. through, like as you say. And then I have a thing, a term where I call advanced. Uh, advanced surface rust which has pitting where there's a little bit of pitting sure. it's not structural right but it's a little more than just surface just rust. surface you could not just sand
1: it off right like and so surface rust you could literally just take a piece of sandpaper yeah, exactly. and sand it off so uh no question about that so yeah that's what people don't always realize and did we get weird again in the in the
3: I can I can hear myself now I, now I do <laughs> I I've, I've been potted up
1: <laughs> it just came back now something's going on I don't know why it's right. it in and out but anyway <clears throat> this- it's the ghost of the auto mall. <laughs> Other new inventory, uh, 1957 Chevrolet 210 two-door sedan, gypsy red over beige and tan. That's got a 6.2 liter LS3 as mm-hmm. we were just nice. talking about, 430 horsepower. Mm-hmm. Um, 4L60E automatic transmission, uh, classic auto air. This thing is uh resto mod or a custom. Yeah. Um, uh, it's jewelry. I mean, it's, it's really nicely done. Willwood disc brakes, got an updated suspension. Uh, it looks like a, uh, 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 you know, it's got the mid-range trim package. There was a 150, the 210, and the Bel Air back in 55, 6, and 7. Mm-hmm. And 210, this one uh, is the mid-range. And a lot of people use this when they customize them because they don't want to, they don't want to tear up a Bel Air. Right. They and of course it costs them more to go buy the Bel Air in the first place. So sure. you buy a 210 or a 150, and mm-hmm. then you make it look like a Bel Air, but with, you know, higher horsepower engine and modern conveniences and heat and air and and nice brakes and right. radial tires and yada, yada, yada.
3: I really like the basin and, and mid, mid range. Yeah. tri five. Yeah. Thing. They're cool in their own way.
1: Yeah. I think that, uh, and this one's interesting. The guy wanted in a raffle. Oh, really? I, I don't know where the raffle was, wow. but, and then he put a LS three in it and kind of went wow. crazy with it. And, you know, good for him. Listen, there's different strokes for different folks and just, because you do like something or don't like something doesn't make it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't like everything that we see that comes into the building. There's sure. not, not everything is for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of the cars that we have are really well done. I mean, it's amazing. And even I say, Oh, I'm not a hot rod guy per se.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's a really nice, you know, it gets me thinking that's a really nice, I could have that.
3: I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you, it's, this is the lottery dream right. location because I pick out 10 cars right now. That I'd love to have. Yeah.
1: Me too. Probably more than 10. Yeah, really, probably honestly. more than 10. I was going to say, that seems a little wow.
3: If Let's say I had to limit it to 10. I could easily pick 10. <laughs> I
1: could easily pick 10. you probably pick 20. I'll find
3: 10 to, 10 to 30 cars.
1: Anyway, when we return, we'll finish up with the rest of our new inventory and talk some other things automotive on the Classic Automotive Podcast. We'll see you in a minute. If you love classic
3: cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app.
4: It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes.
2: Attention veterans, America's Web Radio has a contest just for you. We are giving away an AR-15 style weapon to a lucky veteran. If you are a veteran or active duty, you can enter for a chance to win by submitting an entry form at americaswebradio.com giveaway. That's americaswebradio.com slash giveaway.
0: Please read the official rules for more information. Good luck, and thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
4: If you have any questions or comments, contact us at classicautomall.com.
1: I'm just lucky that I show up on time. <laughs> I could easily get lost in concentration in my office and not even realize what time. Right. I never know what time it is for lunch. <laughs> or at the end of the day, Kathy will say, I'll oh, hear, she'll say something and I'll say, when are you, you're not going home yet. It's only 6.30. <laughs> it's like, when the heck did the day You should go? do a
3: podcast every day so you know when lunch is because you go to lunch right after the right podcast. Right after the podcast. So there let's you go. do one every day. So
1: I like it. So everybody be here every day at 11. We can do the music one, the food one, right. the car one, the God country. Pop
2: culture. I was going to do a sports one, how they're talking about the uh, the five stages of grief. Right. I think <laughs> I'm in uh, uh, bargaining right now because uh, the Bills lost going to the Super Bowl because Kansas City didn't give them a chance to get the ball back. So now they've changed the rules so Kansas City's in another Super Bowl. Yeah. Thank you.
1: I'm winning. And then winning, winning, <laughs> I tell you what, it was a hell of a game. And, and they didn't understand the overtime rules. The Chiefs apparently did, and they talked about it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But San Francisco
2: didn't discuss it. San Francisco, didn't Francisco apparently
1: it. didn't discuss it. So they, they were under the impression that, A, that once they scored, they would win, and, B, at the end of the period, if Kansas City hadn't scored, that it would be over. The game would be over. Whoever's in the lead, and it wasn't. Uh, it, no, it goes into the next because you get your death. time to, to uh, sudden death. Sudden death. Okay, so. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, and a field goal doesn't win the game. On, well, on first possession, and and neither does a touchdown. I don't think anymore either. At, uh, the oh, other they time, still have a chance.
3: To, right, and right. normally,
1: and that's in the regular season. You don't have a chance. A touchdown, game's over. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, a field goal, game not over. Uh-huh. But in in postseason, if you score a touchdown. The other team gets a chance to score as well too, which I think is a better rule. Yeah, definitely. They should have another chance. You know, you shouldn't be just like okay. Yeah,
2: because it. the coin toss decides the game. Exactly. Right, exactly. Or can decide.
1: And of game. course, they also said that San Francisco probably, in hindsight, would have not taken the ball first. Mm-hmm. They would have let Kansas City take the ball first, and then you know where you got. So it's fourth and one. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to go for it. Mm-hmm. If but if it's if it's zero zero, if you haven't neither one scored, then you don't have to go for right. it. So you know.
2: Yeah. And for those of you who say, why are they talking sports? It's like, well, we're talking a little of everything. And the Super Bowl is going to be talked about for years. That's so exactly this will right.
1: be evergreen. But
2: yeah. well, There were some good car commercials. Yeah. You know, thought, yeah. 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 Like the Volkswagen commercial. The that Volkswagen. was very good.
1: Yeah. Really well done. Huh? And the Budweiser Clydesdales with the weight, the band. Did song. not see that. Yeah, that was uh, it was really towards the end. Huh. Uh, what other good car commercials were there? There was um, uh,
2: was it BMW?
1: Yeah, BMW yeah. had the one, and uh, there was there one others, one other. There was one other. wasn't many though. No, there wasn't. I am I'm kind of wowed by the new uh, Hyundai Santa Fe. That thing is it, cool. It's very boxy. Yeah, it's, it's oh, multi- I'm talking about the Santa Cruz. That's the pickup truck. No, no, yeah. no this yeah. is a just the, SUV. This is, oh, the SUV, oh, right, they, right.
3: They've departed from their small SUV and mm-hmm. now a big. Big well, old. it's it's just not rounded and yeah, not kind of sharp. It's yeah. just like a box. Kind of yeah. looks more like a blazer. They're now. all getting boxing now. All the big SUVs are. Yeah, which boxy. is
1: interesting because you know their whole goal is fuel economy and and, and maximizing <laughs> yeah. that, and and that's why all the cars look the same because all the the, the designers and engineers went to the same school right, and they're yeah. trying for the same thing to get and the most fuel efficient. Uh, look. And now they come out with
2: one with the fuel efficiency of a brick.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I, and Lexus, the Lexus. Uh, GX, is it? I don't yeah. know. The large, the large SUV right. is really, uh, very, very square and yeah. angular and, and they'll all follow suit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everybody else, Mercedes, will follow and yeah, all yeah. that. And of course, A lot of them are getting away or not getting away from, but are thinking more about internal combustion engines not going away quite as quick as they thought Mm -hmm. they were going to go away. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes, because I think that your Suburban and Escalade and big pickup truck buyers are going to balk at anything. Although Ford did a hell of a job with the EcoBoost six cylinder Mm -hmm. and got people to drive that pickup truck. Yeah. That said, I'll never own anything but a V8 pickup truck. And they get in and they go, oh, my God. Right, right. This is really, this thing will go. The
3: the the, uh, Lexus, like we just mentioned, has a Mm -hmm. a Turbo 6. Yeah. As opposed to an eight, yeah, you know, traditionally. So, so and, but I'm not going off road with an electric vehicle. Right, so. right. I'm going off roading. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> big I'm, old I'm American jerry cans in the back.
2: And we generally cater to classic car buyers, right. but for those of you thinking about buying a new car, whenever you listen to this, you might get what, some insight. Whatever yeah. ads you see on TV, mm-hmm. that's what they want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. So, like right yeah. now, and in 20, 2024, in uh, February, you're seeing electric vehicle, EV specials right now, these sure. specials yeah, and things, because they're, they're trying having, to move them. Speaking
3: of them. off-road, we have a lot of trucks in inventory, oh so if you're in the market for a classic truck or a lifted truck, we have a lot yeah. of lifted trucks. Yeah. K, what is the K5? Is that what? K5,
1: there is. Like, a, uh, that's the, the C5, or the uh, C1500 is the two-wheel drive, and the K is the... fifty. So or the, we have a
2: bunch of them. Well, oh, just right outside
1: drive. the door is a
2: real uh-huh. clean little Ranger, yeah. you know, so yeah. it, it doesn't have to
1: be like a, a show car. <laughs> we just sold a Bronco two, Remember mm-hmm. those? Oh, yeah. I
3: remember the bronco two out here
1: some other new inventory in the 1930 cadillac series 353 sedan silver and black over burgundy that silver and black is stunning mm-hmm. i mean that is a great color for that car sure is. for any of those pre-war type cars silver and black and i'm not always a big two-tone fan on cars right. especially newer later model stuff mm-hmm. i don't really care for that so much but on these old cadillacs and packards Duesenbergs, all of those man they it works. are it, it really works. really works and this thing is expensive Expertly restored. Uh, 353 cubic inch L head V8. You know, you think about V8s and Cadillac started in 1950. Right, right. Chevrolet, what, 1955 was their first V8 that they offered? Right,
3: and I was doing that we have a coal, and we'll probably get to that yeah. at some point, and that has the engine builder for Cadillac built the engine. For the Coal. In the Coal as well. Yeah. So uh,
1: 1916 is the Coal. Right. 1915, first so, year for the Cadillac V8. And, of course, by 1930, they were heavily into the V8s and, and V12s and V16s as well, right. too. Um, but this thing is really, I mean, the quality and the style and the... Uh, just the whole nine yards, this car is just, it's just right there too, mm-hmm. right? It's just right across It's, it's from on us. that line, yep. It's on the front line, mm-hmm. we like to say, uh, along with the coal is up there, and the right. coal is really interesting. again, we'll talk about it probably next week, but, yep. uh, this Cadillac, I mean, you know, Cadillac V8s introduced actually in 1914 for the 1915 models, I okay. think, is when they were available. And then the V12 and V16 were introduced in 1930, same year as this car came out. And this is just a V8, just a V8, but hey, in 1930, that was a lot of engine. Of course, that car weighs, I don't know, five or six thousand.
2: What was the concept of a V16? It's just like twice as more, twice as many cylinders is better or
1: smooth. You know, it's like having a a 10,000 watt amplifier. If you only run it at a hundred watts, it's the crispest, cleanest sound you'll ever have. If you've got a hundred watt amplifier and you run it at a hundred watts, it's going to be, you know, so it's, it's more efficient at, at, you know 10 or or Low, lower tenth. rpm yeah. you could
2: do you
3: know yeah. plus okay. it's 353 here you you, you know here has had 96 horsepower
1: which was a lot in 1930 That's what right. did the model a have in nineteen yeah. thirty? <laughs> you know 30 yeah, 40 right. yeah, i if, think if that yeah so double uh and again it probably weighed quite a bit right but, uh they were two-door coupes, convertibles, four-door sedans, town sedans, imperial sedans, Fleetwood phaetons, and roadsters. I mean, these things, <laughs> God, there was every kind of body style. You could really pick and choose what you wanted. You could custom architect. uh uh-huh, They have uh, long names. Yeah. So long <laughs> but you could customize <clears throat> these cars to any way you wanted them, really. Right. You could take, uh, you could order a Cadillac and then you could send the Cadillac, the chassis and the motor and the suspension and all that off to a, one of the main the, the body companies of Fleetwood or any of those, and they'll build you exactly what you want, mm-hmm. whatever you want. You want this with, you know, you want a big uh, air scoop right here. You want this, you want that. Sure. Golf it, was, club it
3: was the Cadillac of motor cars <laughs> back in the day.
1: <laughs> the Cadillac of Cadillacs. That's right. So it really was. Anyway, you get a chance to see that Cadillac. It's really stunning. Uh, last but not least, the 1959 Nash Metropolitan Series 4 hardtop. Have you seen this little thing? It is so cool. These Metropolitans—they're really cool.
3: I, I, they have a big following too. They really it's do. Really enthusiastic.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, the this, lowest lane car. Yeah, the lowest lane car. Uh, this thing is really nicely restored. It's got a fourteen hundred and eighty-nine cc Austin four-cylinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize that. So you know, I, I didn't. I didn't really know much about them until I started reading. Exactly. You know, but it's a uh, three-speed manual tranny. Uh, we. We like to say small car big fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can literally can drive it around through the mallway if you want it. <laughs> Although we discourage that because of the fumes.
3: That's right, we don't start
1: them up. We try not to start them up. That's the that's where the stringo comes We've in.
3: We've got sort of a run of these uh small and micro cars. It's a lot of fun. That little Honda we talked about a couple yeah. weeks ago. It's, and
1: it's the autobu- Bianchi f- or Bianchi Fiat, Fiat that we just sold. Yeah, a couple uh,
3: 500s we have. Yeah, and, uh, the we, Messerschmitt.
1: Schmidt, Schmidt uh, and the
3: uh, and the, uh, Isetta. The Isetta. Well. That's so, right. A lot of cool little cars yeah. in, in the mall.
1: You know, it's funny, the, the people, I've talked to people who can collect microcars, because mm-hmm. they, they can get three cars in the space. Oh yeah. 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 You take that big Cadillac, you can put three of those microcars in the same space, or our motorcycles as well too. That's people right. collect them because of their space limitations. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, this thing is, it, it, if you want a fun, unique little car, that'd be great to take to car shows or, down to the drive-in to get ice cream or whatever. And this is the perfect car for it. And people, it's amazing. You drive, pull up in a Nash Metropolitan and people will flock to it. That's right. You they could want... have a Hemi
3: Cuda and it <laughs> yeah. would get ignored. More, more people would be looking
1: at that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's funny just because it, that, something doesn't have to be expensive to be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't it's have true. to go out and spend $50,000 to right. have a cool car to pull up. Right. into. The, how many cars do we have in here that are fifteen, twenty $20,000 cars? that and don't get me wrong i know 15 or 20 thousand dollars is not nothing it's it's Mm -hmm. still a lot of money for a toy sure you know i get that right um but for, you know, for $15,000, you can buy something, mm-hmm. you can drive it, you can enjoy it, you'll get as much attention as you'd get in just about anything, just like this, this Metropolitan. I tell you what, you pull up in that Messerschmitt with the bubble top on it, or the Auto Bianchi Fiat, right. I mean, people will go nuts. That's over
3: right. That. I, w- I remember there was a Figaro, was it a Nissan yeah. Figaro at a show one yeah. time, and it was uh, at New Hope one yeah. year, and the crowd was <laughs> around, like it was a, like it was an amazing, there was other amazing cars there, but yeah, these small cars. And what I like about it, and I've written this in the, in the Descriptions is they they elicit smiles like mm-hmm. people love the kids like them right families love women it's like, like a
1: volkswagen beetle you know people just exactly. love the beetle yeah. or yeah. the or the or the vans that they made i mean that's the one that really oh, right. gets people My right goodness so um you know i think that a lot of people have misconceptions about the hobby that that you know if you don't have something expensive then mm-hmm. it's not cool and we're going to look down our nose at you and that's so far from it right. we we're incur- we Listen, we encourage the $5,000 car here and we encourage the $5 million car here and everything in between.
3: There's a lot of great cars <laughs> sub $20,000 here that yeah. you could instantly get into the show hobby world if you want yeah. to or just drive it on weekends.
1: And join the club and go to the cruise in at your local exactly. drive in or church or wherever you go to and, and, and have a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. And then the cool thing is, and we've watched the progression, um, since we started where people come in the you know, first year we were here and they bought a $5,000, $8,000, $10,000 car. And then they came back in a year or so and they're ready to trade up to the next thing yep. and so they we sell that one for them and they buy another one and it's a little bit nicer or a mm-hmm. little bit different than mm-hmm. the other one and they just keep that progression and they're enjoying the hobby and they're having a lot of fun. Exactly. Uh not spending a whole lot of money. Um and usually the the ones that are the having the most fun are the guys where it's the husband and wife. <clears throat> they're both enjoying it. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I have to edit that out. <laughs> they're both enjoying it and uh and both, you know, Engaged in the hobby, and that's important, right, because right. you know this day and age you only have so much free time mm-hmm. in, in the day unless you're retired, uh, but you know a lot of people aren't retiring because they don't have enough money to mm-hmm. retire, even if they 've got toys and hobbies, they like, they're not going to change their lifestyle. Um, and they want to have something cool to drive and something to enjoy on the weekend. And you go down to like the villages down in Florida Mm -hmm. and it's a retirement community, but you wouldn't know it. It's you know guys our age that are running around in Chevelles and Corvettes. And then the golf cart community is huge down there. (laughs) They have. I think they have 50,000 registered golf carts in this one community. And you go to a restaurant or dinner or the grocery store or anything in right. a golf cart. I know. It's awesome. Know, they don't even drive their cars. It's hardly. like, so
3: what is it, Sun City,
1: Arizona? It's the well, same way. It's and all S- golf carts. Sun City Center, Florida, where my grandfather okay. lived. I'll tell you a funny story when we return with the Classic Automobile Mall podcast in just a couple of minutes. See you then.
4: It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com.
3: If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com.
1: Thank you for listening.
4: You're listening to the Classic Auto Mall podcast, broadcasting from the Classic Auto Mall, Morgantown, Pennsylvania.
1: Telling some stories on the side, uh, now partying, partying with musicians, famous musicians, and John Daly. And John Daly, yeah, come on, it. He was fun to party with. So, all right. Long story short, I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to try to make it quick. All right. In 1982, the World's Fair came to Knoxville, and I met this girl from Ocala, Florida. Who was, Daddy had a horse farm and Ferraris, and nice. she was. Gorgeous blonde, and there's the car content. Yeah, yeah. There you go. She had a she had a Z (laughs) twenty eight and an M three, or no, no, just a three series, not an M three. Right. But she had a Z twenty eight and a three series. You know, she had two cars. None of us had two cars. We had one car, luckily, and it was something cool. So anyway. We were back, uh, I brought her up to Knoxville, and we were at the Loverboy concert, and we're jamming, and we're in like the third row standing up. It's festival seating, which means you don't have an assigned seat, and we're standing about three rows from the front, and all of a sudden, this biggest guy you ever saw in your life comes walking towards us, takes a backstage pass sticker, and slaps it on Roxanne's legs, picks her up, puts her over the barricade, and away she goes. And where were you? standing there like hello <laughs> she's gone wow gone gone wow i'm like Love yeah. i hate lover boy now i'm never listening to another lover I gotta pick boy that record. like toy story with yeah the, yeah the, with like the, those the, clamp the, things that you, you get <laughs> the prize so they just she's gone so that was in 1982 so about 8 years ago I'm at the John Daly golf tournament in Branson at Murder Rock Golf Course. John <laughs> Murder Daly's Murder Rock, rock Golf Course. There's a rock that the murderers used to hang by, uh, oh, hide behind of of course, no, in guess. Southwest Missouri. So, uh, I'm, we're hanging out with John Daly and my ex-brother-in-law, Sonny Tillis, and we're having a great time. And the guy, uh, Shooter McGavin was there from, uh, uh, whatever that movie was. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Thank you. And so, uh, Daly says, yeah, my buddy, I just got a call from, uh, Reno. He's coming in, uh, to the golf tournament. I go, Mike Reno? He goes, yeah. He goes, he's coming in. And he'll be here in about an hour. And I'm like, okay. So I told Sonny Pillis, my buddy, I said, I said, an ex brother-in-law, I said, you watch this when he gets here. <laughs> so Mike Reno shows up, sits down on the couch next to Daly. They're chitting, chatting and going on and on and on. And I walk up and I just cross my arms and I stare at Mike Reno <laughs> to the point where he's getting a little uncomfortable. Uh-huh. He's wondering, you know, can I help you with something? Anything? You know, is there something on your mind? Uh-uh. <laughs> and I said, 1982 World's Fair, Knoxville, Tennessee, <laughs> where is Roxanne? He goes, what? I don't know what you're you talking about. I said, 1982 World's Fair, concert you did at the Civic Coliseum, where is Roxanne? He goes, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, <laughs> but get out of you're here. You're insane, security. Yeah, so all of a sudden I start getting a grin on my face, and I said, I can't, I can't do this any further. I'm sorry. This is what happened. And I told him the whole story and he lost it laughing. <laughs> he was like, I don't, you know, no idea. He goes, the guys would just pick out cute girls to hang out backstage after the show. And wow. you know, we, we, it's not like we had a numbering system like David Lee Roth had where he'd say right. like 27 green and that would be go get the one girl over right, there right. or whatever. Um, and so anyway, we had a big laugh about it for, well, uh, in your honor. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: I'll have to, I'll have to tell that on my music show if we ever. Yeah, that's right. So So we did music,
2: we did sports, we got cars. We need two more subjects every day of the week. There we got, we, we don't
1: have to worry about working. We'll just do a podcast. We'll just sit here and shoot the bull about all kinds of fun things. So last week. Yeah. Our topic of the week, and I didn't get to it, but I'm going to get to it this week. There we go. Rules at the drive through. Rules at the drive through. Yeah. Rules (laughs) at the drive through. Why? Thanks. Yeah, right. Rules (laughs) at the drive through. All right, so there's some rules that if if you don't understand these by now, I really don't know what to say to you. But come on, people, there are rules and etiquette at the drive-through that you should. follow. This is
3: like a uh, fast food and things like that.
1: Wendy's, Ar- Arby's, anywhere, anywhere you go through, but mostly fast food this okay. is what this refers to. All right, number one, you have to speak using your hands. Go inside, right? You know, if, if anything requires you to to display to the person. <laughs> That's at the window. What you're talking about? Right. Go inside. Yeah. Any deviation from the menu? Hmm. Go inside. Really? Yeah. Don't like, don't go. All right. So I'm going to take a Whopper, but uh, no ketchup. Add extra mayo, three extra pickles. Oh, uh, it's have it your yeah, way. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> too much. Any too deviation, much any special order, go inside. Gotcha. More than two orders in the car, go inside. Mm-hmm. Paying with pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters, please go inside. <laughs> Don't add items at the window. That's the worst. You get pulled up and you go, you know... I was thinking one of them Frosties would be pretty good about and, right now. Or and, and,
2: and they're in order of what they're selling. And, and now, now they're I,
1: completely screwed up. Yeah. You know. I
2: didn't even know that was
3: possible. You could change your mind or order something else when you get to well, the window. Well, of course you could, You're the customer. I didn't know that.
1: Uh, and the double drive through, know when it's your turn to go next. Don't try to uh, ease, you know, trying to wedge your way in because you think you can just get out of the way. You know, know what's your turn when it's, look it's like at the stop sign. Do you not know the pecking order sure. when you come to a four-way stop sign? Get off the road. Um, the other thing is get off your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, nothing more annoying than trying to serve somebody, whether you're a, a server in a restaurant or at a fast food place or right. at the bank or, and the person's jacking around on their phone talking. So get off your phone. That is annoying. Keep your wipers off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very important. Them. Yeah, because you're not going to splash them oh. and all that. I, I think I told this story once, but one time, well, we have a full service gas station here in yes. Morgantown, DeLong's Sunoco now. It used mm-hmm. to be Exxon. Mm-hmm. DeLong's Sunoco. And they'll come out and pump your gas and clean your windows. And these push-button cars, sometimes you'll push the button to turn it off, but it doesn't completely turn it off. Right. And we have rain-sensing wipers on Kathy's SUV. Oh. So the guy comes over, dips the thing in the bucket. Yep. Starts doing the windshield, and the wipers come on. And he's, like, hitting him in the face. And the wow. squeegee's going everywhere, and he's looking at me like, you son of a yeah, gun. Well, thanks a lot. And I'm like – I don't the car did it (laughs) yeah he's like the car yeah yeah. and this is a guy he probably drives a 77 Lincoln there's no car does that (laughs) yeah there's no automatic wipers like that so turn your wipers off in the drive-thru and pull ahead and this goes for at stop signs red lights don't hang back a hundred yards you know get up there because what you don't realize if you're at a stoplight or a stop sign yes or a stoplight especially, where you're stopped for a little prolonged period of time, and you stop way back, there's a guy who's three cars behind you that could have turned off that road behind you, Mm -hmm. but he can't get to it Mm -hmm. because you haven't pulled all the way up.
2: Well, and it's also if you tighten up the space between the cars and the drive-through, sometimes another car can get to the speaker Mm -hmm. and talk. Otherwise, you're pushing it too far back.
1: And don't, you know, everybody's, if you don't have anything else to do, go inside. (laughs) inside. (laughs) And don't order a Whopper at McDonald's. They don't think it's funny. They don't think it's
2: cute. They don't think it's funny? (laughs) I don't think that's funny at all. And I've also seen signs that say no smoking.
1: Right. (laughs) Because they don't want to breathe your secondhand smoke. Right, because... People didn't used to think about things like that. No. Heck, we smoked on airplanes. Yep. And no, I don't want to supersize anything. Don't ask me that every time I go through. This is to the workers. Mm-hmm. And don't ask me if I'm using the mobile app. If I was using the mobile app, I'd be parked in mobile app slot number two, which right. it would tell me where to be. And I hate I your wouldn't, mobile. And I wouldn't be
2: in the drive-thru. And I can't be using it while I'm driving, so shut up.
1: <laughs> Just give me my burger. Give me my daggum burger. So that's your etiquette lesson today for drive-thrus. And you know, it's funny because it's not... It's not stuff that you should have to really think about. It should just come natural for people, but it does right. not. Right. Are you familiar with John Pignette? No, he was an overweight
2: com- comedian who sadly passed away. I know who he was. But he was the guy that did the buffet, and, right. said, and the people come and they shop. I think I'll have that. Move to the line. Move the line.
1: Just grab something. It's a buffet. Just fill your plate and move along. Yeah, it's all the same stuff. It's all fried. You know, if it's, it's the shrimp or the chicken or whatever, it's all just fried stuff.
3: You can come back for seconds, and you can always come back for seconds. Right. Get, I mean, get out of the line.
1: I see the plates like this. You ask somebody, "How is the food at the buffet?" They're Go! I couldn't eat another bite. That's not what I asked you. I, <laughs> I asked you how was the food, not how much did you get. And
3: of course, here at uh, Shady Maple, Cl- Shady Maple, yeah. one of the f- most famous buffets in the region. Probably.
1: Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people come to Classic Mall, and then they go to the Shady Maple. Make a day of it. They make a day of it. That's and it's right. it's got a select. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's so much stuff you can't even. Yeah. And the problem is, is that everything kind of looks good. You know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. hey, right. it's like having too many choices. Well, I want a little of that. It's like Thanksgiving. You know, my,
2: my father-in-law would do that. He didn't eat a lot, but mm. he liked. To have the choice, yeah. and he would stand and shop, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like, and Get most out people, of the line.
1: and most people only go to that. Place maybe once every year or two. So it's not like they're going every week and then they can sure. try something different. Yeah. Oh, I'll get that next time I'm here. Right. No, no, they're trying to get everything today. Yeah. Yeah. They make it look good. So they make it look good. They do. They do. It's, it's, uh, but it's, do they make it taste good?
2: <laughs> That's like, uh, f- carnival. I've always heard fair food. It always smells better than it tastes. <laughs> oh, sure.
1: Yeah. Although I love a good corn dog with some mustard. Huh? So 100%. Tell you that. 100%. Yeah. And funnel cake, man. And I'll tell you one yeah. last thing on these before I get off this drive thru thing is, is when I go to a certain chicken restaurant, I don't know your menu. You're standing back in the on the middle of the highway taking my order. <laughs> There's no menu. I don't know what I want. What do you got? Yeah, <laughs> it's like they're like, uh, can we help you? Uh, I Can I see uh, a menu? Uh, is that not possible? A reg- I'm not a regular. I don't come here often. Oh, I'm you're not, not a regular go- at that particular yeah. chicken sandwich yeah, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, apparently yeah. people are freaked out about how great this thing is, and I, yeah, I don't freaked, get it. It's pretty good. It's yeah. good. It is good, but it's good. It's, it's not it's, any better than KFC. It's not any better. Podcast
3: at classicautomall.com.
1: That's right. Well, good thing. Your favorite
3: chicken sandwich restaurant.
1: Yes. And I got to correct something last week that I said. Uh I was talking about the Fast Car song that you were so enthused about, Mm -hmm. Tracy Chapman's song, and I said Luke Bryan, and it was Luke Combs. Oh, right. So Luke Bryan. I should have called that because I'm a
2: big country fan. Well, you should have, and I should have. And I I don't know why he said he worked in the market as a checkout girl.
1: Why didn't he change (laughs) that line to checkout guy? I don't know. Uh, That's right. So I got a a last question for you. I'm thinking about a clone. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Another one? Yeah. Well, I have a Cobra, but that I don't count the Cobra replicas as clones because most of them are replicas. They're replicas. And right. and everybody it's one of those ones it's kind of an unspoken rule that it's okay to have a Cobra replica. Right. But if you were to pick any other kind of car and have it as a replica or a clone hmm. or whatever, what's your thoughts on that?
3: It all depends on the car. We talked about the uh GTH yeah. uh tribute car tribute that we car. have here. I I drive that all day long.
1: But would you lead with Oh, it's a clone. When you go to a car show, everybody's going to, the first question people are going to ask you is, yes. is it real? Right. And do you lead with, well, it's a clone or it's a, yeah. or what would you say? Would you say clone? Yeah, or would you? I would say
3: it's not real.
2: <laughs> well, I would say it's real unless I was selling it, you know. Right. And then and then I you, then you'd get caught in a lie and it wouldn't be good. So, yeah. but it's like, yeah, it's okay. I, I'd like an Aston Martin DB5. <laughs> it's
1: hard to clone cool. that. It sure is. Yeah. But it's funny. I got caught in a pretty big lie one time when I went to summer camp in North Carolina. Uh, okay. I told them all I was in a band. Uh-huh. Uh and I didn't know a name of a band, but we were at the record store in Moorhead City, North Carolina, and the Four Tops was the first thing I came to when I was thumbing through the record, so I said <laughs> it was the Four Tops, and I played lead guitar and was the lead singer. <laughs> and one of the counselors, and it was a three-week camp, co-ed, and uh-huh. one of the counselors went home because said some family thing, and he had to go home. Normally, they wouldn't go home, uh-huh. and he comes walking back in our cabin uh, late one Sunday night after he'd been gone all day, Saturday and Sunday, and he's got an acoustic guitar in his hand. He goes, "Hey Stuart, why don't you play us a song here?" Yeah. Since <laughs> you're in a band, I, and I said, "I don't know how to play acoustic guitar. I like to play electric guitar." That's funny. That's funny, but. I learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned my lesson. Yeah. Don't don't tell them anything that you don't know how to do if you don't know how to do it, That's you know. Right. So, uh You
2: know, it's with that clone like we have a Batmobile here. Right. And I remember one of the first days I was here, Steve said, "We have a Batmobile that was in a in a movie. It's an actual movie car, right. but he says it only has a golf cart motor. That's mm. how it moves around." And then he added but the flamethrower works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> said, yeah. Faithful, so if I faithful, had, to tribute, you know, so if I had that Aston Martin, I'd say, well, you know, it's got a Pinto engine in it. But <laughs> yeah, right. But I would, uh, it, it looks like an Aston Martin.
1: Yeah. So I've, I've learned to, you know, just tell the truth, even if it's not pleasant. So there's you always going to be the somebody, clone.
3: there's always going to be somebody at the car show who knows GTA, GTH, for example. Right. And
1: right away they'll know. Right. It's so a I would, beautiful if, car, that GTH. So a, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to own a clone.
3: That's, that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 what I'm saying. That depends on the make. Now there's a lot of Grand Nationals have been you can clone it to a GNX Right, all those parts right. are available Right. Like the, the gills the, 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 the fender, fender flares, flares the, emblems even, even the rear uh differential with the uh Panhard right suspension is available actually so probably you, be expensive can, though can clone, right? it is expensive yeah. but it's a but it's a upgrade
1: I'd really like to have a Regal T-type uh with yeah. the turbo engine sure, and white with like a tan, a tan interior Did I
2: tell you I almost wrecked one Yeah yeah, I think we did yeah, a radio station in Baltimore was given one away. Wow! Oh, and I, oh, and they, they had me bring it up to the State Fair in uh, Timonian, and I and it had rained, and I took it from the station, and I punched it to get on the expressway to go north, and I came off the ramp, and it was like, whoa! I almost lost it. I was oh. like, wow! This thing Fast. moves.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were very, very quick. And surprisingly quick because we didn't have cars that quick at that time. Right. There weren't many cars that right. were that quick. You weren't used to it. It's like me and my Trans Am, 180 horsepower. That felt fast. It did. But, you know, if I'd have had a Hellcat.
2: Right. Oh, yeah, Oh I, I had an SS 396, 68 Chevelle 396, and it took it a while to get going. But and, you once know, it did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> then it hauled.
1: But, man. And when we return next week. Yes. We will talk about, I don't know, we no. may have a guest. Skipping. No. Skipping well, next week is going to be a best of. I'm going to be gone. I'm right. going to be so, in Charlotte. Oh so. my. Let
3: to me put together a best of.
2: Well, so, so or okay. Alan, me. Or, or, <laughs> or, or, or a repeat.
1: Uh, one, show 129 will be a repeat or a best of. That's right. And then 130 is two weeks from today, yep. which will be uh, February the 28th Something. ish, somewhere yep. in there. Is this, <laughs> this leap year or no? I don't I know. know. Thanks yeah. for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Classic Autumn All podcast.
2: Goodbye. <laughs>
0: You've been listening to the Classic Auto Mall Podcast with your host, Stuart Howden, Executive Producer Steve Safair, produced and engineered by yours truly, J.R. Russ. Thanks for listening and sharing the Classic Auto Mall Podcast. Available on classicautomall.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Music courtesy of the Pat Travers Band, produced by CarSmarts Media, copyright all rights reserved.